Hello and welcome everyone to episode 71 of the App EVs podcast. I'm your host, Chris Rogers, and this week's episode will focus on the Aptera news for the period between July 17th and July 23rd, 2022, which will focus on a couple of new promotional videos from Aptera and a new interesting addition on their website. Hello everyone, I hope that you all had a great week and are staying cool. With the crippling heat waves across several countries in the North Atlantic region, I'd say that now is a good time as any to remind yourself that most of the harm from climate change has been occurring beyond the attention-grabbing headlines involving extreme weather events. You know, the, the absence of coverage including even follow-up in the aftermath of these heat waves and extreme weather events in, in popular tourist areas or more well-to-do areas of the world. You know, just because there's an absence of coverage doesn't mean that there's actually an absence of a problem. And so make sure that you keep the pressure on the policymakers near you to keep their eyes on the bigger picture here. Now, returning to, to the podcast, the, the first news stories of the week involve a couple of promotional videos from Aptera. The first one, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but there was a video feature on the website CNET, which is a fairly prominent site focused on consumer electronics. And I'm not going to go so far as to claim that the video feature on CNET means that Aptera has made the, the big time, but it's an incredibly mainstream outlet. And so for me, it's significant when every time I see Aptera appearing in very mainstream or increasingly mainstream areas, and they're talking about, yes, you know, we're planning on hitting production by the end of the year. They're repeating that it's important and significant because there are a lot of eyes, people who aren't following electric vehicles that will see it when it appears on CNET. There was, there, there wasn't, um, I guess a whole lot of new information in the CNET feature for those who've been following Aptera, but there were a couple of interesting things that I spotted. The first is there's an interior shot that starts after the three minute mark of the video where you can see that they've now retrofitted the alpha prototype uh, with the vision forward side view mirror video screens that are behind the steering wheel. I found this interesting because they still have a traditional steering wheel in the alpha or in this version of the alpha prototype that appeared excuse me, is the, the beta prototype. They still have the traditional steering wheel in that prototype that, that appeared in the feature instead of the half wheel or yoke, which I believe they may have started testing out a little bit. Um, and so that means that the people who are testing this vehicle right now, they have a unique perspective on the visibility difference with a traditional steering wheel with the screens behind the steering wheel. And I would love if a few of those test drivers could speak to, I guess, if they've driven the vehicle with the half wheel and those screens behind it, and they've driven with a traditional wheel with the screens behind it, I would love to hear from them more directly how they feel about those differences. We've heard repeatedly that the half wheel or the yoke is a dramatic improvement. And so I would I would love to kind of hear the hands-on difference of people like to say, yeah, it is actually significantly better once you remove that obstruction. And the second thing that I noticed in that same sequence after the three minute mark, you can see the rear view mirror screen in that shot. And you can see that it definitely has two separate video feeds on the rear view mirror screen. 
the first and that's on the the lefter area and I think it takes up the most space looks like exactly what you would expect from a normal normal rear view mirror um, that you would see in your car but in the smaller space to the right it looks like there's a video speed or video feed that's angled away into the right side of the vehicle which provides a live feed of anyone or anything that's approaching from the rear right side of the vehicle. And when you combine that with the lower angle from the side view mirror video screen that's behind the steering wheel, it looks like you're gonna have an excellent visibility of anything that's approaching the vehicle or that's anywhere around the blind spots of the vehicle. And as someone who's going to have zero rear visibility due to the solar rear hatch, it's definitely more comforting to see how you will be able to see around the vehicle. It does look like there will be a bit of a learning curve adjusting to looking at the different camera feeds, even if your eyes are mostly staying forward, but that is going to be different. You know, if you've grown up your whole life, you know, I driving for decades, looking at mirrors and what I would have to do now is train myself to look at these different screens where I'll have, you know, perfect visibility. It's just, it'll be a bit of an adjustment. I've linked to the CNET article in the show notes, so check it out. The second video feature that I want to speak about came from Aptera itself in the form of another one of their debunking myths videos. And it featured Quincy, Aptera's digital marketing manager, as well as Chris McCammon, who's a digital specialist at Aptera. In the video, they they took an Aptera through a drive-through, explained the anticipated delivery order for the vehicles, which is not tied to the order number. They showed how to change a front tire on an Aptera and they attempted to allay concerns about sufficient egress and ingress space when parking. And let's start with the part in the end about the needed space to park an Aptera. As you can see, this is the last part of the clip, but you can see the butterfly doors for the Aptera, they barely extend beyond the front wheel pants. And so they don't go um, they're not really, you're not required to have that much space in order to park an Aptera and open the door. If it fits in with the wheel pants, then it fits in enough to open the doors. You can also see that the doors don't really go that much higher than a midsize SUV. This is for anyone who is maybe concerned about the height clearance because of the way that the doors go up. It looks like to me, I'm just eyeballing it, that the doors themselves go a little bit less than a foot or, or less than 30 centimeters higher than an Acura RDX, which is about 66 inches or 167 centimeters tall. And so you're looking at, you know, somewhere around maybe 180 centimeters in height with the doors all the way open or around 76 inches in, in height with the doors already all the way open. The big caveat in the video, I would say, in terms of getting in and out of the vehicle is that Chris McCammon, who is driving around the vehicle in this feature, he was in an alpha prototype, which is supposedly less easy to get in and out of. You know, they've they've made things a little bit easier. And so it actually it should be a bit smoother for people who are driving around the I guess the production versions of the vehicle. That being said, I think that parking in an Aptera is going to be a bit tricky. While it looks easy enough for Chris to exit the vehicle from the driver's side, if you look on the passenger side, there doesn't seem to be that much room or as much room as he gave himself to get out. Additionally, the vehicle looks to be, just the way it's positioned, 
you could see if they were to open the door of the Aptera, it would be a bit too close for comfort for the side view mirror of the adjacent vehicle, which means that in order for the passenger to have gotten out safely, Chris would have actually had to pull back a little bit in the space so that the passenger door, and so finding the right positioning of where to stop the vehicle so that people can get out easily, uh, that seems to be you know something that people who are driving the vehicle are going to have to sort out. Um, and, and also, you know, not all parking spots are going to be as generous as those in Southern California. And so if this space was even a little bit more narrow than that, then you're looking at even more challenges and just perfectly lining up the vehicle so that you can open both doors and both sides fully. Um, you know, other things that you can learn from the video, it looks like the windows will have a deceptive amount of room when fully open. I, I kind of expected that there would be a little maneuvering that was needed in order to reach in and out in the drive-through, um, but it looks like there was plenty of room to spare, and so that was a pleasant surprise. the The longest second or segment of the video was about the delivery order number, where Quincy reiterated that Aptera is starting with the 400-mile range Aptera and with deliveries that will be in California, specifically within the San Diego area. And to that approach, I say, please take your time. Um, by time I accept delivery of my vehicle on the east coast of the United States, you know, I'm happy to accept a, you know, personally I'm happy to accept a few delays if that means that the manufacturing kinks that are affecting build quality will be ironed out and that servicing and everything is worked out. You know, I, I would rather not rush to get the vehicle only to have problems with that vehicle and not be super close to Aptera's facility. Um, the, the part of the video showing the change of the front tire was perhaps unsurprising given Aptera's commitment to the right to repair. You know, what good are QR codes on every part of your vehicle if you can't even change the tires? And furthermore, I'm not too bothered by the fact that they only showed the front wheel being changed as opposed to the rear because they've already shown in, there have been several times where you have seen, or you can see an Aptera that has the rear wheel cover removed. And that's probably not too tricky to remove then. And then once you remove the rear wheel cover, then it's going to be the exact same process of changing the tire on the front, which is the same thing as changing a tire on any on any vehicle. Overall, it's a great vehicle that, or excuse me, it was a great video that I recommend checking out. The last news story of the day is something that I just spotted on Aptera's website and I can see that already the YouTube channel for Aptera Owners Club, it, they beat me to the punch on the feature and that's that Aptera has added a page to its website for fleet vehicle purchases. This is something that I've been speaking about for a while since I believe that Aptera's biggest potential in the market is actually as a utility vehicle more so than as a passenger vehicle. You know, as much as I, I would love for all drivers to have the passenger vehicle, you know, I think that, you know, the utilitarian value of not just this model, but future models of Aptera would just be incredibly valuable to a range of applications. Um, you know, there's there's another three-wheeled electric vehicle manufacturer, Arkimoto, and they're already doing something like this. They have their model, it's called the Deliverator, which is specifically designed for deliveries. Um, 
you know, there's not a whole lot on this webpage if you check it out, apart from some bullets on the benefits of using NFTERRA, you know, solar charging, range, reduced environmental impact, etc. But I did want to flag one bullet that I hadn't seen before. In the business benefits section, it states over the air software updates and remote diagnostics. This is something that's been speculated about and I believe confirmed verbally, but it's the first time that I've seen written down a plan for over the air updates for Aptera. I'm also curious if the remote diagnostics feature is for businesses only, or if that's something that's gonna be available to all customers everywhere in the world. I guess something more to follow going forward. In any case, I think this is huge news, the, this whole fleet vehicle purchase that Aptera is starting and that they're marketing the vehicle to businesses. Because as Aptera has demonstrated multiple times, there's a lot of storage space in an Aptera, and that makes it incredibly useful for a lot of people. And when you factor in the solar charging, which means lower fuel costs, and, and the small batteries, that mean that also, if you're a business, you, you don't need, you're not in a situation where if you want to switch to an electric vehicle, but now you need to install um, expensive uh, charging capacity to make sure that you're you're rated to increase charging capacity at your location you're not going to need to do that with if you had a a fleet of aptera or at least you're not going to need to do that um, as soon as you would if maybe you were buying some much larger electric vehicles you're probably fine with whatever commercial service that you're rated at already um, since you know you could pretty much charge um, a lot a significant amount of range from an aptera with a regular 110 volt outlet overnight um and, and so, you know, just the, the fuel savings alone are enough to justify, you know, the purchase, perhaps, for a business of an Aptera. And in my mind, an Aptera is basically like a smaller ute, which is what they call them in, in Australia, um, except that it also has the coverage of the rear hatch. And so there are additional applications that it's not, you're not exposing everything to the elements. And when you factor in the, in the United States, the electric vehicle tax credit, you know, the starting price at $25,900 for the 250-mile range, which would, I guess, actually be closer, you know, 26800 if you go with the full solar package. Yeah, that could be just a game changer. Um, at the bottom of the website, it contains contact information for any interested businesses. And, you know, I'm really excited just to see where this goes. I know Aptera has an aggressive production ramp planned, but, you know, my mind, the fleet operators, I think that's the real source of an ongoing, predictable source of revenue, um, because fleet operators, you know, they're not really, they're really focusing on the cost-benefit ratio of any, you know, pieces of capital that they're they're purchasing. You know, they're not, they don't really care about how the vehicle looks. Although I will say the website presents Aptera as perhaps a way to gain attention, so maybe they will care, and that will be a positive source for them. But they're just looking at you know, how can, you know, we get things or, or products, services from point A to point B at the lowest cost. And Aptera coming in and saying like, oh, yeah, you know, for, you know, $25,000, a little over $25,000 less when you factor in the tax credit, you can just reduce your fueling cost to zero. Um, and also there's a lot of space in this vehicle. You can put, you know, you can fit a ladder in there, toolbox, you know, all sorts of stuff. I think there are going to be a lot of businesses that are going to are going to they're going to crunch the numbers. They're going to go, oh, you know, I, you know, instead of us purchasing another gas vehicle that is going to break down 
Um, you know, Aptera is also committing to right to repair, so it's going to make it easier to maintain and keep their their products on the road. I think there's, you know, there's maybe a, a proof of concept phase. I think is probably the only thing that's holding back Aptera or businesses from really investing and making sure that this is going to come to market. But I think I think this is an area of their business that's just going to take off. So let's see where this goes. And that concludes episode 71 of the Apt EVs podcast. I hope you found this episode interesting. If you also enjoy the podcast, please tell a friend so that we can continue to grow the Aptera movement. I also include my referral link in the show notes, which you can use for $30 off your $100 refundable deposit on an Aptera. The Apt EVs podcast is available on all major podcasting platforms, including Apple, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, which hosts the podcasting website, and more. If you have any questions or feedback, including corrections, please send those to aptevspodcast at gmail.com, or you can find me on Twitter at apt underscore evspodcast. Um, thank you to OS50 for the song Movies, and in the words of Jeff Kanata, think about what you put out into the world. Make it a better place. Music.